Hey, it's Mal. And Maddie, and this is Smatter of Fact. Just two best friends dabbling and speaking with superficial knowledge on our subjects. In other words, a smattering of facts. Today has been quite the adventure. Starting Valerie before, um, I got rear-ended and I was literally just sitting still in an exit from a parking lot, and the car just comes up and she's like, "Oh, I thought you were going," so I just went, and I was like, "Okay, um, what?" <laughs> I lights. I do not understand lights, <laughs> but. In other good news, I got two books off of Facebook Marketplace for $5 total. Oh, wow. I know. Books. Um, Little Fires Everywhere and The Silent Patient, which The Silent Patient is one that's like on my list to read this year. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, oh. I got to get that one. It's a hardcover, too. I did not realize that. That's nice. I know. I was pretty excited about it. I want you to tell me about your parking garage fiasco, though, because we saved yeah. the story for here. Yes. So on Thursday, um, I had to go into work. Um, usually I work from home, but today or that day I had to go in because we had like our big quarterly meeting and it's in like an office building. So I had to like park in a parking garage. And our my work gives us these like tick like ticket voucher things mm-hmm. to where like you don't have to like pay for the parking. Like you just put in like your regular parking ticket and then you put in this like coupon thing and it will like like so I don't have to pay. Like my work pays for it. And so one of the so I get out to my car and one of the exits is like closed off so there's only one exit out of this parking garage and I'm like the first one there no one's around me and so I'm like good (laughs) and um so I put in like my ticket and then it shows me like the price and I guess like their prices went up or whatever so it was like a dollar more than what I had in my voucher which I was like that's fine like I have a dollar bill (laughs) and so I like put in the voucher, but then it didn't take any of it. It was like, cannot accept or whatever. Like, I don't know if they were like expired from like the new year or something, but yeah. So then I was like, okay, I guess I'll just pay with my card. Like, it's fine. And the like card reader is stuck on like the welcome screen. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't say like insert card or whatever. So like, I'm like inserting it like I'm trying like fast, I'm trying slow, I'm trying like flipping it upside down and like all that stuff. And it is like nothing is happening. And at this time, like I have like cars piling up behind me. <laughs> and like I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. Like literally just oh, stuck. No. There's no way I can like this That's is the only straight. exit out of here. It's like I can't like height of back up now right there. <laughs> literally. And I'm like, I just like look out at the street with this like bar in front of me I'm like I cannot do anything and so I like see on the screen there's like a intercom button which Mm -hmm. I was like I'm assuming that's like help or something I've never seen anyone use it 
But then like, so I clicked that and then it <laughs> made this really loud, like, just like, like beacon sound, like beep, beep. And I was like, that is wonderful. Um, with all these people <laughs> staring at me. Like, great. And add, add to the humiliation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, so then this guy comes on and he sounds just like super happy. And I'm like, not in a good mood at this point. <laughs> He's just like, what's the matter? And I like tell him like, I can't, like it didn't take the voucher. And then like, I can't do anything with my card. Like basically like I'm and stuck. And it ate your ticket so like, you have nothing to put in there. Right. Yeah. So he was like, he like was trying things on his end and he kept saying like, does it work now? Does it work now? And I'm like, no, it's still like stuck on this like welcome screen and then he was like okay just try like canceling out the transaction and like that button like I could hear it like beeping like when I pressed it but I wasn't doing anything <laughs> and so basically um I like broke the machine somehow and <laughs> he let me out for free though so <laughs> that's that's nice that's so but funny. like I'm wondering if they like lost like the whole day of like if they had to like let everyone behind me free <laughs> If they like lost all that income for the day, I don't know, but it was like very stressful, especially with like at least there was like at least ten cars behind me, like just watching like this. Oh, there's the idiot girl trying to <laughs> so get out of the parking garage. Every time, every time I call my apartment buildings or like places, uh, office to complain about something or for maintenance the person always answers the phone and she goes it's a great day at blah blah blah, blah. this is so and so and I'm always like I always just want to be like no it is not a great day if I'm calling you it's not a great day but every single time that's how she answers <laughs> the phone and half the time it's me complaining about my upstairs neighbors or something that maintenance needs to come fix that I called about like two weeks ago and she was like oh yeah I'll send them right away and then like She's like, oh, I don't think I ever said anything to them. And I'm like, hmm, well. Love that. Yeah, but that's what that guy being all cheerful in your mood made me think of. I know. He was just like, hey, what's... I was like... Yeah, like, why no. would anyone yes. be calling no. you? Like, just to be like, thanks so much for the great parking experience. Like, Yeah, like, I appreciate his customer service and that he was, yes. like, nice and everything and... Like, like whatever but I was just not having it in that moment <laughs> I definitely would not either uh I was like stressed I hate like the feeling of just like being stuck and I was I don't know freaks me out I completely understand that <laughs> did you listen to our past episode no no i i added some elevator music when we called for elevator music. oh I found, I found some free elevator music for download and popped it in there i will go back and listen to it yeah it, i was like this is actually kind of funny so <laughs> now we have an elevator music soundtrack i love an opportunity to laugh at myself <laughs> me too uh Although I really don't well, like listening to my voice, so you know, podcast might not have been the true. right choice of. <laughs> I know media. I just ignore that. Just... Same. I'm just like. I think of it as like listening to like a memory. Yes. Of like yeah. our past conversation or something. I don't try to focus so much on <laughs> like my voice. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. 
Uh, well, today they're... we're kind of talking about something. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of depressing to be honest. Oh. Um, not like I don't know. It's just like sad, but also just like really interesting and like crazy. It's a downer. But like, if you think about it, really, I know it's it's. I know. <laughs> I was trying not to. I was like, how do I segue into the, this <laughs> depressing topic? Like, it's really depressing. Um. Okay, what is it? I don't know. Everyone else knows. So, okay. I don't really know, like, how I came up with this. But it's, like, chemicals or, like, things that, like, society once considered, like, healthy for you, but then found out that it was, like, very unhealthy for you. Okay, this should be, like, fascinating, though. Like, morbid, but, like, Yeah, it is fascinating, but it's... Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I, like, first thought about it because I saw... I think it was about lead. And how, like, yeah. let, there was, like, a video that I watched, like, an educational video, and it was, like, about how, like, lead was marketed as, like, something um, just, like, great and, like, like the miracle. We, you um, and I grew up in the era where they were starting to discover, like, that lead paint was not good and started recalling all of these toys that had lead paint on it. Do you remember well, that? Well, here's from, like, the thing childhood? is they... Yeah, well, here's the thing is like manufacturers and everything knew that it was bad. Um, but they were still making yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but there's like a lot of other like substances like that that um yeah, that's one example. <laughs> um <laughs> so the first thing thread. <laughs> Yes. So Lati Do. Um First thing was apparently they used to have radioactive drinks. Ooh. And, and like and fun. just like well, just like in general, like um using like radium and stuff and things and just like what like to ingest? They let's see. They used it both for like medically, so like radium like pendants, I guess, for like rheumatism and like uranium blankets for arthritis. Uh and then they had like <laughs> anti-aging, radioactive cosmetics, radioactive oh, water. No. Um, like all <laughs> it just like sounds so like crazy like, now. But in what but, like, time period? In what time period? This was like um late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Okay. Like so like not... prior to like Chernobyl and like World War Two and like those yeah. kind of things. Okay. I was gonna say because if it was after, I'd be like, "Really, really? That's what that's what we're going with." Yeah. So, like, uh, medically, like radium was injected, or <laughs> which like injected into you. Ugh. That sounds terrifying. Or like taken in pills. Oh my gosh. And so, like, this led to like a craze for like radium-based products in like the 1920s and 1930s. Um. And so it was, like, added to just, like, a wide range of, like, commercial products, including wool for babies, water dispensers, chocolate, soda water, um, like, underwear and stuff, condoms, (laughs) toothpaste, (laughs) cigarettes, cleaning products. Good, good, because tobacco's not bad enough. Let's add radium to it. (laughs) Boot polish, fertilizers, and, like, paints and cosmetics cosmetics and yeah so like all of these commercial applications had a common theme that the rays given off by radium had a vitalizing effect on the human body so like just made you glow because 
just radioactive made you glow like i don't (laughs) you're glowing dear thanks it's the radioactive material if you like look up like radium like makeup ads or whatever it's all like women like ooh, and then it's like they're glowing their skin's glowing um (laughs) i just like don't know yeah so like night cream like blush powder all these things um contained radium oh my gosh these pictures from the ads are kind of creepy i know it's like it's like not even her skin is glowing it's just like the cream container (laughs) oh yeah i think we're looking at the same one yeah um and they had like chin straps i guess that like if placed on the face where the skin has become wrinkled or tired the radioactive forces immediately take effect on the nerves and tissues um giving energy into the skin and good 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 i don't know it's just like <laughs> that we can look back and be like hmm that definitely aged you probably oh my gosh so that's that's like that's terrifying yeah just like imagine like i know like the baby blankets or whatever or like the clothing like i don't want crazy to. oh they also apparently had like mud treatments like at a um like a spa or something good where they just covered their entire bodies in it <laughs> like radioactive substance even better uh, let's just, let's so for our whole body in it just so anyway bathe in it yeah I don't really know exactly how... Well, actually, I do know. So, first of all, there's a really famous story that kind of brought light onto the subject. Um, Have you ever heard of the Radium Girls? It's like a TV show, right? I don't know. But they basically were like factory workers who contracted radiation poisoning from... They were painting watch dials with this, like, self-luminous paint, which is radium... I had radium in it and like their job was to like paint all these like watch dials um so that they would be able to like glow or whatever um so this happened in like three different factories one in orange new jersey beginning around 1917 one in ottawa illinois in like the 1920s and um is it waterbury or what i don't know connecticut in the 1920s um, yeah, so Radium Girls is a movie that has Joey King in it. I'm not surprised. I maybe we should watch it. Maybe we should. Um, so the Radium Girls were told that this paint was harmless, and they were also instructed like to like save time and resources. Like you know how like you're painting and like you might you want like a fine tip on the paintbrush. Mm-hmm. so like they would like wet it with their mouths and like to, oh no yeah like on their like with their lips to like give it a, a fine tip um so they were constantly just like wetting like putting it in their mouth <laughs> and you know they were having fun because it like kind of glowed so they were like some painted their fingernails some were like painting like their faces and teeth and just like because they were told like it's completely harmless and you know, it's glowing or whatever. It's fun. Oh. And... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. So, 
um obviously a lot of people started getting sick really um if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um yeah so they would have like dental pain loose teeth lesions and ulcers and just like their teeth would basically fall out oh. they'd start having like anemia and like bone fractures and like this is like really rough i probably should have put like a warning on this before we like got over this but this is gonna be like a rough episode just like if you're i'll put it in the description um there's like necrosis of like the jaw which basically like it like it's rotting right yeah pretty much um Oh no, sorry, which was, I, woke, I woke Rory with that noise. Which is now, which is now a condition known as radium jaw. Oh good, they also, Yeah, I know. The women also experience depression of menstruation and sterility. Um, I'm not surprised. So yeah, they... This is just, You have a radioactive baby. <laughs> in 1923, the first, the first painter died and before her death, her jaw fell off. Her skull. <laughs> Before she died? I guess. Oh my god. Probably gosh. part of the cause of death. I don't know. Um, <laughs> cause of death. Jaw falling off. They're like, it's not but, radium. Her jaw just Oh my gosh. Off. Casually. Um, yeah, by 1924, 50 women had become ill and like a dozen had died. And even though they were like it's probably this paint you know this radium um they keep putting in their mouths and all over their bodies the companies kind of like persuaded or forced um the medical professionals to label like their deaths from other causes like stds like syphilis and um stuff like that and they were attempting to basically smear the reputations of the women like after they died good so Love that. <laughs> um, there's corporate America. <laughs> um, until the inventor of the radium dial paint, um, Sabin or Sabi, I don't know, Arnold von Sochaki. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was a dude, okay. and he died in 1928, um, being the 16th known victim of poisoning by radium dial paint. And he had gotten sick from it just being in his hands, obviously not his jaw because he wasn't actually painting, but that actually helped, like his death actually helped um, with their like court cases and stuff because they couldn't say it was, you know, whatever, anything else. So yeah, that's like really rough. Um, And like around the same time, like this like radioactive water became like popular it was found in well-known hot springs and people thought it had, like had healing properties and so like i don't know they thought like the radiation was like natural in water and so radioactive drinks were marketed to the public um even but- even buyers a well-known industrialist claimed to drink three bottles a day and his death inspired the th- 1932 wall street journal headline the radium water worked fine until his jaw came off and I would not recommend looking up pictures of this because there are pictures of him with no jaw. And it's scary as heck. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. Um, radium is not the way to go. So I I believe that. Uh, that's horrible. I can't even imagine like the pain of that just like happening. I uh, know. 
I cannot either. Oh and that was gosh. only like a hundred years ago. Yeah, don't look at the picture. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. You know how many people are going to do it? By oh my gosh. How many times we say don't do it? <laughs> it worked fine until my jaw came off. That's horrifying. That's like, that's something out of a nightmare. I know. It's, it's not like even just like, like. Newest fear unlocked. Like. It's it's know. not even just his jaw. His like entire throat is like openly exposed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <gasps> yep. 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 It's oh, scary. That's that's revolting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe let's move on. So I like that idea. So if you didn't know, heroin was oh, actually heroin. Heroin. What? Um, used to be put in cough syrup, and it was developed by Bayer Laboratories in 1898. Um, and they discontinued making heroin by 1910 when the addictive properties of the drug were determined to be higher than originally thought. Oh, okay. And well, it took them long <laughs> enough. <laughs> the U.S. outlawed the production of heroin several years later in 1924. So, yeah. They gave, you know, like, kids just, like, here, have some cough syrup. Like, have some heroin syrup. Literally. Oh, geez. Um, and then, apparently, also, mercury was used to treat syphilis at one point. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing to treat syphilis. Just so, compound it with something worse. I know. So, because, like, mercury is a, I, like, learned this word. It's a potent, is it diuretic? Diuretic, 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 diuretic. It like increases urination, and in toxic doses, it induces salivation. So basically, um, it was thought that like the the syphilitic virus, quote unquote, would be excreted, aborting the illness by just like peeing and salivating a bunch. Or hear me out. Every like time, blood like bloodletting. Every basically. time I have like a <laughs> sip of like wine, I have to pee so badly. So like, why not just drink some wine? I, you, I don't you know, know man. if you want people to pee. You'd think. Also, no, I like how they're like toxic doses, as if like just like having a little bit in your system isn't like already toxic. And it was, like, backed by a doctor, John Hunter. He claimed to cured himself of syphilis using mercury. Um, however, syphilis occurs in three phases, and there's, like, remission periods in between that can last, like, a couple years. So oh, he was wow. probably just in a remission phase that, like, led him to believe he was cured, and he later died of a heart attack during an argument. <laughs> Was it about the mercury he was taking? Probably. <laughs> oh man. So mercury. Crazy. So mercury. Um, so mercury. It's also in like it was like in thermometers for the longest time. <laughs> it was um, after that. So the next one is tobacco. Oh. Which I feel like this one is I don't know. Probably people are more familiar with it. Yeah. So actually, the in way back in the 15th century, the use of tobacco was first observed in the indigenous people of the New World. It was used for smoking pleasure, as well as everything from disinfecting, relieving headaches, colds, 
warding off diseases and fatigue, and even as an anesthetic. So they were just smoking. So pretty much. Just smoking all the time. And then when the plant was brought back to Europe, it was to treat a wide range of conditions thought of as a, um, oh, what is it? Panacea? Is that what it is? You're you're asking the wrong person. Wasn't that like in the time episode? Hmm? It's basically like a solution or remedy for all like diseases, like the miracle drug. I don't Um, know. It was Nate. It might have been. It became known as the, okay. I'm thinking about how to, like, pronounce this because, like, in America, we pronounce it differently than in Europe. But it's either holy herb or is it holy herb? <laughs> how is it spelled? Well, it's just, like, known as, like, the holy herb. So why would why would but we not pronounce I just the was, H on holy? <laughs> I don't know. I just was trying to make a joke. Because <laughs> I either want to say holy herb or holy why herb. Why would you just say holy herb so you couldn't even do holy it. herb <laughs> you got in my head and god's remedy so they're like this is a miracle right also tobacco enemas were used um which Cute. if you don't know <laughs> they were used in the 17th to early 19th century and if you don't know what an enema is it um it's a method of clearing out your colon using <laughs> you put it in your butt. <laughs> you basically like squeeze a shot of liquid up uh, <laughs> to uh, help relieve constipation. And so they, they put, put tobacco in their butt. Yeah, because Great. it was a miracle drug. Why not? Why why just use water just, when you can have just, tobacco in it? Let's just put everything in every orifice like yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, in India, there was also a widespread belief that tobacco was good for teeth, resulting in a tobacco toothpaste. And it was Wait. until pretty recently, in 1992, that the what? Indian Supreme Court um, upheld a ban imposed by the Union government to ban tobacco and toothpaste. Oh my goodness. So. That's a long, that's like very recent. I know. I kind of feel like it's like the charcoal toothpaste. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't know. Let's put burnt things in our mouth. So next, we have cocaine. Oh, my favorite. So Also your mom's favorite, apparently. What do you mean? Are you talking about, like, the dishwasher thing? Yeah. I don't even know. That was, like, a weird... One time my mother... She was trying to put like the powder dishwash detergent. soap or whatever detergent into the dishwasher and she like spilled it all over the floor and she's like, Oh no, my best cocaine. <laughs> and then and apparently later, Maddie still remembers that. No, but then later, because Mallory and I used to run a, a doggy daycare boarding place for like eight days during the summer from the time we were in like seventh grade till when we graduated. Yeah. Like, as the sole people running this, but we stayed at these people's house, and we'd always, like, plan meals out together. And one time, we were having, like, um white cheddar and shells mac and cheese, and Mallory opened the packet, and all of the cheese went everywhere. And then she also says, oh, no, my best cocaine. <laughs> I have a picture of it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it stuck. So... 
notorious for being included in the soft drink Coca-Cola. Cocaine was also included in all sorts of different medicines and drugs. Um, and this article that I was reading said, its euphoric, energizing, and pain-relieving effects made it a perfect addiction or addition, but they said addiction to your healthy lifestyle when oh, you were lacking silly. a little pep. Um, so again, like cocaine was also promoted as like this wonder drug and a cure-all and praised by some of the greatest minds in medical history, including Sigmund Freud and the pioneering surgeon William Halstead. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, the quote is from you. This cheese powder looks like cocaine. Not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so let's dig into cocaine a little bit. I would love that. I would love so, that more. It comes from the coca plants, one of the oldest cultivated plants in South America. And botanists think it started in like the Amazon rainforest and spread to um, the Andes Mountains. Okay. And so the indigenous people of South America have chewed on the coca leaf for centuries because it's of a they felt an exhilarating sensation and an increase in energy from mm-hmm. chewing on the leaves. <laughs> and it was the coca leaf was also included in Inca culture and religious ceremonies. Um so it was also used a lot in medicine. So the German chemist Albert Niemann isolated cocaine from coca leaves in 1860. And then he noticed that the powdery white sub- substance made his tongue feel numb. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, yes, let me sell this. Um, Around the same time, French chemist Angelo Mariani concocted a tonic made from Bordeaux wine and coca leaves. And he called it Vin Mariani. And advertisements claimed that it could restore health and vitality. Um, Then, like, later on, an Austrian ophthalmologist experimented with it as a surgical anesthetic. Um, And also, because, like, uh, is it ether or ether? 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 Yeah, ether. And chloroform. I mean, we should know know from Outlander. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, ether and chloroform couldn't be used because they made many patients, like, vomit and, like, just, like, become sick. And, like, that's an obvious problem from when, like, performing, like, eye surgery or, like, yeah something, like, very delicate surgeries. And so they soaked the eyes in cocaine solution. They soaked the eyeballs in cocaine? Yeah. And then they found that the patients what? no longer flinched when the scalpel what? touched the eye. What the heck? So it worked. <laughs> and they were blind afterward. Like <laughs> they were they were seeing in 2020 vision back then. Like they were seeing the year 2020. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So then like of course pharmaceutical companies started marketing it and like there's so much enthusiasm around it. Um, even though patients were dying of accidental overdoses. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is fine. Um, we'll just keep fine. it. Um, and then Sigmund Freud, the Australian neurologist who found founded the field of psychoanalysis. Oh my gosh, psychoanalysis was fascinated with cocaine, and he he was like experimenting surprised. in it. Apparently, he wrote a paper titled "Uber Coca," and Super cocaine. 
Um, he described it as a song of praise to this magical substance. Um, but he overlooked um one tiny thing, its addiction properties. So he then struggled the next twelve years to break his cocaine habit. Jeez Louise. And then we have Coca-Cola. So American pharmacist John Stith Pemberton founded Coca-Cola in eighteen eighty-six with a beverage concoction of cocaine and sugary syrup. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, my favorite thing too. <laughs> So, <laughs> Coca-Cola was first sold only at racially segregated soda fountains, so it became, like, popular among the white middle class. Remember, this is, like, the late 1800s. Um, and then in 1899, Coca-Cola began selling its drink in bottles, and so now, like, everyone um, had access to the cocaine-infused tonic. The company removed cocaine from its products in 1903, so it was only available for like i don't know less than 10 years but it was not it was unlikely that it was actually like removed because of the cocaine but more because it was apparently like motivated more by by, like racial bias and like tightening regulations Hmm. right yeah so there you go so because it comes from the coca plant is that how Coca-Cola got the name? Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty I mean, makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of funny how they like kept the name even when they cuz it yeah. was still a fairly new thing at that point. Like it was only I think make like having it with cocaine for like 10 years. And like they could have changed it. They could have but... just called it like Cola. Although I think maybe that's like the I don't know. flavor that they were using because there's also Pepsi Cola. Like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But cocaine man, cocaine man, cocaine man. So the next one is arsenic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So in the 1800s. Someone, I don't really, I couldn't find who. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was like a a few someones. They were able to make green dye out of arsenic and it made a lovely green color. And there apparently had been no like really nice green dyes before then. And then so suddenly green was like the color to like have. Um, People painted with it. They used green wallpaper in their houses Women wore elaborate, like, green dresses, all just, like, arsenic-infused. Oh, my gosh. Just straight up arsenic. <laughs> you know, um, some guys just can't take their arsenic or handle their arsenic, whatever the quote from Chicago is. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. They're, so then people... It took a while, apparently, to figure out that arsenic was making people sick. Because um, if they had, like, it all in their house, like, on the wallpaper, they would be, like, sick at home. But then they'd be, like, fine if they left. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a sad story of, like, a child who died after, like, sucking on a piece of the wallpaper. And people who, like, wore stockings and stuff that caused, like, serious irritation on their legs or, like... Oh my- gloves 
um, on their hands, like swell up and whatnot. So that was a thing. Wow. Jeez Louise. I'm like trying to like look up. That is like what? That's yeah, such like a fear. It's like we don't like there the amount that we don't know about like the stuff that is in our like everyday stuff. I'm like that's why I've been like scared like, of like what vaping and stuff. Like, they already know that yeah. vaping is not good. I know. That hasn't so. stopped people from using tobacco or stuff either. So no, that's true. Or cocaine or heroin for that matter. <laughs> Just that's not true. as widely spread. Yep. So Jeez, yeah, if you look up some arsenic arsenic dresses, they it's a very nice shade of green. I don't know how they like display them in museums because it's like toxic, but I don't know. Oh wow. It is kind of like a cool shade of green, I guess. It's like very very like, like emerald bright. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an emerald green. It's good. Or like a lime green, maybe. Like a dark lime. But yeah, they like pretty much like they had in like book covers and anything that you could like dye. Like green was all the rage. Arsenic green. Wow. That's wild. And they just get like sores all over their body. Yep. That's oh my god. Um and that brings us to lead. So oh, apparently, please. as I was like researching lead, um, like it's been known for a very long time, like since like ancient Rome, that lead is like poisonous. And somehow Did we just not learn as humans? Like somehow we just kept like repeating history, I guess. I don't really get it. I don't <laughs> because or we weren't taught like it was keep it was kept hidden from us or something. I don't know. But so like in ancient Rome, <laughs> lead poisoning was a disease of the wealthy who used lead extensively. It was in like their cooking utensils and pots, their wine urns, their plumbing, um, the vessels they used to like make um like grape juice and wine containers used like pretty much all the wine containers and everything lead. They had lead based makeup. Um <laughs> did you hear that? And no. Rory just she has a bone in her mouth and she just tried to jump up on the bed and it ran straight into the bed instead. Ouch. Um <laughs> so in those days there were no substances to like act as preservatives for the wines. And lead is like naturally sweet in taste, apparently, and was found to both enhance the color and the bouquet of the wine. And so, like, when taken, yeah, so basically, Roman society was just, like, very heavily, like, lead everywhere, um, and it's estimated that they, the intake was about 35 milligrams a day to 250 milligrams a day. What the heck? A day? And, yes, and in the U.S. in the 1980s, the daily intake was, like, 0.3 Mega, meg, megabytes, m- milligrams per day. So Jeez like just an Louise. insane amount. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So again, just like radium, it was put in face or was it? Yeah, radium. 
It was putting face powders, blush, mascara, um, paints, of course. It was uh, used as a spermicide for informal birth control. Great. It was used for the manufacturing of chastity belts. It was like just like a sweet and sour condiment. Um, it's like sweet sour chicken. It's just like lead chicken. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So like wine and all that, and then it was just like very malleable and inexpensive to use for like the cups, the plates, the pots, the pans, the silverware, coins. All that jazz piping. They again thought it was like amazing. Um, but some things are too good to be true. And so like the Romans eventually became aware that it could cause serious health problems, madness, like they called it, and like death. And I'm like so, yeah. looking at like some pictures I'd... of like the poisoning of like arsenic and also lead. It's not pretty. Yeah. Not pretty. It looks so painful. So, and a lot of scholars think that, like, this played a part in, like, the downfall of Rome was, like, the slow poisoning of everyone. Um, <laughs> Maybe. And, uh, sorry, I'm reading. I guess Julius Caesar, because um, lead is, like, known to, like, cause, like, infertility. infertility. And... um. Apparently, they think that that's the reason why Julius Caesar only had... Didn't he only have, like, one child? Yeah, he he's the only one. Yeah, so, like, that's why they think... Like, one... And, you know, he was with, like, so many women. But he... Oh, wait, maybe he had, like... It was not a lot. Let me look. I don't know. It was not a lot. He had, like, maybe a few children, but... Again, like... And I guess, like, one of his... Like, Caesar Augustus... This is really funny. His successor... Um... On Google, it has Julius Caesar listed as a former Roman, former Roman dictator. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So like Caesar Augustus also was like sterile and he only stuff had like one. That. No, he, okay, so he had one like official, and then one who was unacknowledged, and then one who was adopted. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. and one of the, um. Yeah, and they had, like, fountains where you could drink from a never-ending stream of leaded wine, and I don't know. <laughs> it was just, like, crazy. And then, again, like, in the medieval and, like, renaissance, it be it was extremely convenient. And they used it in, like, all their weapons and whatnot, and then when they went to the New World in 16, like, by 1621... It was being mined in, like, Virginia and all that. And so they just kept, like, like no one learned from the Romans, I guess. Or I'm sure they probably weren't the first, but they might have, I mean, yeah, first recorded. And it just, like, kept, they just kept using it. They just kept using it to build stuff and for literally everything. And by the 20th century, the U.S. had emerged as the world's leading producer and consumer of refined lead and apparently by 1980 we were consuming about 1.3 million tons of lead per year which is about like 40 percent of the world's supplied i guess it's gracious and we just became totally dependent on it because it was like everything 
and it took a long time and it's still like a problem like it's still present um today especially with like um wait hold on sorry okay you might have to like edit out some pauses because i'm like reading um my notes so basically got to the u.s we're still using it by the 1920s lead was an essential part of the middle class american home it was in like tele telephones um like appliances vacuums irons washing machines all like the the toys dolls painted toys um bean bags baseballs fishing lures it was also used as a pesticide on fruit um cans of food contain lead and even tanks of water were lined with lead and of course it was in gasoline in pipes and in paint which are like the three biggest mm-hmm. things that we you might know it from um so it was literally like infused into everything and like the public was just so like clueless because they just marketed it as just this like miracle building material and like just was great and as usual it seems to be a pattern here yeah so in 1907 the national lead company created the wholesome dutch boy advertising logo to give parents false reassurance about the dangers of their leaded paint products even though they knew they were bad yes oh my gosh and so they like basically were like let's give this like brand of lead paint this innocent looking dutch boy um just to like calm their insecurities about it excellent and yeah so like in the u.s especially like the lead was known to be toxic as early as like the 19th century like 1800s but they just kept um marketing it as like essential to america's economic growth and consumer ideals especially when it came to their walls and painting um and they kind of like latched on to this like post-depression affection for clean bright colors mm-hmm. and they were able to do that with like lead paint basically i think like how like the dutch boy thing worked was like it was like white paint but then they had like all these different like powders or something like colored like lead powders where or i don't know if it was powder but or like some sort of like color that they could add to like the white paint to make the paint like whatever color um so yeah everyone was just like totally brainwashed and um yeah it's just really sad it is really sad (laughs) i don't know when they stopped putting lead i kind of i like had an article, but I don't see it now. Great. So, let's see. When did they... I think it was, like... What in... <laughs> 1978. They were banned for residential yeah, use. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, like, our parents grew up with it. I'm pretty sure my grandma still has, like, toys that, like, my parents... That my, like, dad played with that were, like, painted with lead paint. <laughs> right so yeah and like that's so like (sighs) strange to think about like just within like our parents lifetime it was like very prevalent 
Mm-hmm. And, like there was still stuff going on like when we were kids about like testing for lead paint and things and toys being found out that they had lead paint in them yeah and like I the whole like gasoline like, industry yeah like putting all that into the air um yeah but and then like look at um flint michigan with all like the lead piping that just went unnoticed or just ignored and yeah. Yeah, so people are still struggling with it today from because, like, there's a, a ton of like older homes and stuff that were made with like lead paint and lead pipes and mm-hmm. lead whatnot. So, wow, that's so wild, scary, scary, scary. Like, what, what, what is in our paint today? Do we know? Is it approved? Who approved it? <laughs> right. Um, some wow that was yeah i think like today we're like there's like all these like natural products for like everything now and it always says like no what is it sulfates phthalates yeah yeah phosphates and it's like i don't even know what those are but apparently they're like okay not bad on my head i know it's like what exactly is that and what like <laughs> yeah i don't know obviously it's still legal to like have that in there yeah whatever that is i don't know it sounds kind of scary but it does wow yeah it just makes me like think about Pretty like sad. i wonder what's in like you know chemicals are in like the candles that i burn that's true or you know like other things <laughs> or lotion or like whatever like I really don't know what half these products are or if they're like yeah, actually good, I feel like... good for me. I know. I feel I'm like sure one like... of them that like people are Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like one of the things that's like people are kinda catching on to is like high fructose corn syrup and like stuff like that yeah. where it's it's not like really well, cause, natural like, like element I or have whatever. To imagine but imagine like, that like some of these everything though are just like like we are nowadays like like who had like mercury or arsenic or like whatever they were like oh this is like they're selling it so it's probably fine like they don't they didn't even give it like a second thought it wasn't like ah right get this arsenic infused thing and they were like yes other than for like heroin the color. cough syrup yeah they were like oh mm-hmm. this new heroin cough syrup that like syrup that um like fixes everything and you know like, we'll help you yeah, and, like, the better. radium girls, like, yeah, it's just the fun paint that glows, like. Well, because you always, like, think, of, what are the, what are those ads where they're, like, if you or a loved one has been, <laughs> blah, 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 you may be entitled to compensation, like, like, half yeah, like, people... asbestos, asbestos, yeah, asbestos was another yeah. one, um, that was used in, like, everything, and, um, people thought it was amazing, because it was, what, it's, like, fireproof or something, so, lol the building that i like danced and i'm sure more buildings at our on my college campus the ceilings had asbestos in them and they were like yeah we're not going to do anything to like change it because it's not like being disturbed so it's fine yeah like Mm -hmm. there's asbestos in there what happens if it does get disturbed like (laughs) you can't tell me that that's like you were just gonna live with that. 
I know. Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, kind of depressing episode, but I thought it was like really interesting. And no, it was super interesting. Just like learning about all these things that people were once told or thought were healthy and you know like miracle drugs or whatever and yeah they were just wrong <laughs> they were uh they were wrong maybe they were just um i don't know i mean they were very wrong <laughs> the cocoa leaves like oh it just gives me so much energy and i can't stop doing it like <laughs> well uh... like caffeine so many people like are so dependent on caffeine that's i know that's like one thing that i'm like kind of like i don't know i try to like really limit it limit it like the, i don't myself, know because like they've but... done a lot of research nowadays we have like a lot more technology i guess than like in the past a lot more information yeah. but like i feel like i feel like anything in moderation is probably fine you know yeah i still it's still like Back addicting though like, yeah definitely like your body becomes dependent on it yeah so yep i don't know it's like one of those where it's like not really bad for you but it's like just because you can yeah coffee does smell really good i do like how it tastes too but it smells (laughs) even better than it tastes yeah it just makes me personally feel bad like physically so i don't yeah i usually avoid it because it makes me have to poop a lot so Mm. yeah very cool. Thanks, Val. Um, there's your smattering of facts for today. Yes. Follow us on Instagram and participate in our polls that we do usually. Probably. I don't know. At this point, we've been doing it like once weekly. Um, yep. We have so much a plethora of topics that we've covered so far, but um, we're always looking for more, so if you have any ideas, feel free to shoot them our way, too. And yep. we will, you'll hear from us next week. Bye, guys. Bye.